Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the heroes arrived on Cato Nemoidia and took on a retrieval job to help build their reputation in the city. They ventured to the darkened shadow of Jorah, the Undercity, where they faced the challenge of navigating the neglected architecture, as well as facing the security droids allowed to patrol their ruinous routes. They arrived at their destination and found the items as requested. With cleverness and care, Koba, Kesh, Skip, and Hillary gathered what they could and began the trip back to the above world, hoping for a smoother return. Unfortunately, crossing from dark to light is never simple. Join the heroes this week as they are seen. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 2, Episode 7, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Koba, the Doug Investigator. And this whole mess reminds me of this time on Polis Massa. Hey, Hillary, what does this remind you of? I am Hillary, um, the Alina teacher. Um, what does this mess remind me of? Nightmares. Lots of nightmares. Um, primarily involving a blatant lack of anything sturdy and safe. And um, yes, nightmares. I'll go with that. Kesh? I'm Kesh, the Trandoshan mystic seer. And uh, this mostly reminds me of like going through ruins and washer trees. You know, got to watch your balance. Lots of dangerous uh, elements, less animals, less poison. What about you, Skip? Well, I guess I don't really have all that much frame of reference, but... Well, all right. So, well, first off, I, I guess I'm Skip. Uh, I'm, you know, a color and seeker hermit. And it doesn't really remind me of all that much. I guess it probably reminds me a little bit of our little adventure on our ruin. Because, you know, I was with all of you. And, uh, you know, we were up high. And realizing that some of us were secretly wizards. <clears throat> Are you talking about yourself? I mean... Well, I, I was more talking about Cash because... The, well, well wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm i not the wizard here. <laughs> We're all wizards. Uh, uh, I don't I don't know who Koba is. Are you, are you Koba? Are you a wizard? No. Koba. See? Maybe Koba is a sorcerer. Is there a more angsty word for wizard? Is angsty. that what's in your head? Warlock. Uh, warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some dark 
dark patron in your mind whispering stories of Malastare to you. And Polis Mossa, apparently. Do, do you want an answer to that? 114% yes. Alright, well. In a manner of speaking, yeah, I've got a dark patron. That dark patron always whispering, always nudging me this way and that as if I'm not really in control of my own destiny. Yeah, that makes sense. It lets me fool myself into thinking that I am sometimes, but it all comes back to me just being along for the ride. And skip that dark patron. Mm-hmm. That dark patron is the truth. What? I don't know what. When I did the lift start playing saxophone music? Just happened. Huh. <sighs> it's not pretty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have Everybody to talks about the truth as if it's like objectively okay, good. I was it's expecting more Darth Plagueis. No. He's not my dark patron. He's like... He's like my patron's nemesis. Ooh, the anti-patron. Yes, anti-patron. Did, <laughs> did two dark patrons make a, a right? A light. A light. That's the thing about darkness always struggles against itself. Anywho! Uh, Does somebody have a question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question. And now, it is Koba's turn. It's funny, because I feel like Koba just answered one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. As I was saying, darkness always just ends up struggling against itself. That's the nature of darkness. Shadows cast on shadows, struggling for the, the places where light can't touch. You're supposed to be asking a question. I'm getting to it, Kesh. Okay. <laughs> Skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to ask a question that would justify me continuing to talk about darkness. I don't think I have one, so... uh. What are you afraid of? Ooh. Not the dark. Because I know that any darkness can be fought with a good glow rod. Or a bioluminescent friend. Does Gudge glow? (laughs) No. But I once uh, met this very cute uh, flower which, you know, I, I guess a flower can't really be a friend because they're not really well, sentient. Yes, they can. Sentient. They can. Sentient's not the word. Se- sentient. 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 I suppose. Let's see. What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of. Well, I think being buried alive would be really scary. Uh, yes. Fair. I am afraid of. Huh. Sure. I guess if I were to sit here and really take a deep dive into my psyche, I would maybe be afraid of 
suppose living a life where I don't have any friends at all. You're a hermit. <laughs> By title, you say it a lot. Yeah, I, well, I don't. I, I like to wander around. And. You know, I mean, other than Gudge, you all are kind of the first friends I've ever really had. Back home. I don't know, I think people thought I was weird. I cannot imagine why. I know, right? I guess what I was really after is like, what's that thing that you know that keeps you up at night and that you know is going to catch up with you one day? You know? You know? Like, a deep, deep, fundamental fear. Like... Of your own dark side, or bad luck, or... Skip's just looking at you quizzically with everything you say. Or like space-born life forms. Uh, Come on, Skip, let's just let Koba think. Let's just go over here and leave Koba. Cash reaches out. And is tapping the up button as if it's going to make the faster. <laughs> as you get higher and higher, like the lift itself has been moving at a relatively good clip. But you were a bunch of floors down and it's going on its own internal power supply, which it's been just sort of sitting there for the last 20 years. So it doesn't have a great charge to it. It's going up, just you're not really shoved to the ground or anything. Then it doesn't even have enough power to power the floor sign, the negative 20, negative 19. It doesn't have enough power for that. It just has enough for the emergency lighting so everyone can kind of see each other. Now that the emergency button's pressed, even all the lights that were shining up the different floors, they're out too. So you just hear the whoom, whoom, whoom of going past each of the floors. A couple floors up, you hear the crashing and the skittering of marbles and that sort of stuff on the floor. And then whoom. <laughs> and goes up and up and up. Below, you can hear a rending on the and turbo lift doors, but as you go higher, that becomes a lot fainter. Then, all of a sudden, you get to the top, and you hear more than feel a loud crash, and with this, the turbo lift shakes, causing the four of you to black out for what seems to be a moment. You wake up, the four of you are laying on a black platform, the outside of the platform is ringed in white, and you can see a star field up. Not that I'm deeply upset with the change of venue, but I'm confused. I either passed out, or or maybe we're back in another part of the, the, the museum. We still have the uh, item. As you're padding around looking for things, yeah, it does look like everything that you were carrying is with you. 
it's just now you're standing there on a platform with nothing really around. This could be in the middle of space with a few special things, but you're pretty sure you haven't been passed out that long, or even really at all. Then behind you, you hear a clap. Someone clapping at the four of you. Turn. As you turn to look. It's kind of hard to see against the black starfield that you're seeing, but this looks like a white and black shape. You've seen a force apparition before on Felucia, and you've seen how they kind of look hologrammy. I I have at least as any as everybody because we saw the full on hallucination style thing. I don't know that we yeah, yeah no I, we did because we saw when the the mushroom was growing. We saw her yeah. at that site. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so we have all seen those. So yeah, you've seen what a force ghost looks like. Now this isn't isn't my old friend though, is it? <laughs> no, it looks like it. he's standing there. Hair looks like it's been cleaned, like it's kept. But it also looks like he hasn't been near a barber in, I don't know, a good decade, maybe two. He's there standing in front of you as the four of you are getting up and looking around. Oh, I see that you have made a little bit of progress in finding your quest. Even though it seems like it's almost out of haphazardness instead of planning. That is our way. And you are? Just a signpost on the path. Uh Someone who can see what's coming. I don't know that the four of you should continue. What is to come is going to be painful and is going to test. Kesh reaches up and kind of idly scratches at her right shoulder that connects to the, uh, the magno arm. And she says, I'm no stranger to pain. She looks at Koba, Skip, and then Hillary. Not sure any of us are. Skip is just gonna sigh loudly in that very wants you to know that they're exasperated sort of (laughs) fake sigh. (sighs) Is this another one of those dreams? I knew that Kobo was kind of going on and on in that lift, but I didn't think I fell asleep. This this isn't my fault. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're gonna reach out and just poke Kesh. I'm, I'm, Finger. I'm here. Fingertip. I'm here. <laughs> Skip. Huh. Stop poking me. <sighs> you felt pretty real in that other one too, where you all were yelling at me. So, well, we'll see. Yelling at you? We don't yell. Uh, yes. Importance of what might be to come. Kind of. Wait, what? <laughs> Can we have an honest answer, please? Because. You know, you seem to know who we are, but you're all mysterious, and it's kind of obnoxious. We've had a long day. I would like to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, the team parent. It's so nice to see you taking charge for once. Still not an answer. (laughs) Skip puts their three-fingered hand on their hip. Hips. Look, 
sometimes she's going to put challenges before us and not everything is going to be a helpful guide. Is this your scorekeeper? That's not what I was picturing. I figured, well, Trandoshan to begin with. Mm. Less hair. She's sent other agents and other guises before. Not the first human spirit I've seen. Some of us have been traveling this path for long enough that we've seen acolytes and we've seen the rising and falling of so many people. Such a group following after the mistakes that have been made before, collecting little insignificant pieces. Wouldn't it be better to do something more effective? I get it. You're here to stop us. (laughs) I'm here to offer options. You do seem to be trying to find ways that can lead to some very troubling methods. Looking to things before they happen, making it so that you cannot distinguish between what has and what it could be. Look, you. I only have room in my brain to comprehend the ramblings of one, (laughs) actually two, mysterious and confusing old guys. So, we're good. I've got my friend in a box. I got Koba here. We don't need this. So we're there. Wait, am I one of the ramblers? <laughs> Apparently you're old as well. I'm I'm surprised I wasn't included in this. I'm making a point. I'm making a point. Okay, you're sorry, making sorry, a skip. very good point. Continue, continue to make your point. You should point too at the, the same time. Oh, okay. Yes. So. And so <laughs> left, left hand is on the hip still. Right, right hand is making a point. Excellent. Into the sky. Good, okay. Good Mysterious stranger, go ahead. Present your offer so we can move on. <laughs> and not follow your advice because we don't care. Well, you, you definitely haven't opened very well. Might have to go back to um, yeah, sales the school. The erosion and, and circuitous conversation mm-hmm. isn't isn't a very good opener. It's, it's not very strong. It's, I would say, off-putting. Mm. Also, names? Hello, my name is Hillary. You seem to know who I am. Well, signpost. If you continue on the path that you're on, you'll have to find yourself dealing with the underworld of Jorah as well as those in charge. For some of you, that could be a bit off-putting. If you want, there's a grand galaxy out there. You could do things that most would consider amazingly right, like freeing the political prisoners in the prison here, trying to foment rebellions, trying to bring down the empire that has risen up on the ashes of the Republic. I get it. You're one of those people that's like, if you don't care about my pet cause, then your pet cause is meaningless. Like this one time, I was on this planet where they were all vegetarians, and it was very strange, And but they were not treating their people very well, and so I was trying to make friends with this one guy and, you know, explaining that, you know, maybe you should treat people a little nicer. And they were like, how can you treat people a little nicer when, you know, there's these animals suffering? And it's like, can't you care about both things? <laughs> so, you know what? We can care about our thing, 
You can care about your thing. Hmm. And... I don't know where I was going with this, but that's... Yeah. No, I, I like that. That was that was a good, uh, good metaphor. I would say... Our strange signpost friend. We were given a task. A goal. Uh, perhaps preventative in some natures. Uh, perhaps... Piffling trifles to some magical being such as yourself, but we are given a specific goal. We have context for it. And while we might not know the full bounds of what it will affect, it's not some pointless grand gesture that we don't understand completely. No, you could have us free political figures. Who are they? Why are they? I don't know. I don't know why you're telling us this. You know, just go away. Just go. Hillary's going to turn around. <laughs> why do you even care what we do? Good question. I'm going to follow suit and turn around and put, put my back to him <laughs> the way Hillary did. Oh, are, are we returning this way now? <laughs> You don't have to. I was making a point. Oh, okay. The crystals will cause pain. They will cause you a great pain. And you're just here trying to be altruistic and save us trouble. Is that it? Some may have seen the pain that those crystals have caused. And maybe trying to deal with it. If you have your heart set on finding them and collecting them, I see my warnings cannot penetrate into closed hearts. If you want us to listen, you got to tell us what you know that we don't. And not that uh, the crystals will cause pain, but facts, evidence. Now see here, we do not have closed hearts. I'm sorry for interrupting you, Koba, <laughs> but we have very open hearts. We are very full-hearted. And it is with a full heart and the knowledge of those crystals that can lead to pain and suffering for those around you. But if that is your quest, then far be it for me to get in its way. For now. I want to try and sense him. For now, he says. Mysterious figure. We're all high and mighty because you can see through me. Uh, okay. You can attempt to sense him. Yep, I sure will. I don't necessarily expect it to work, but I'm... I like the goal. I think that makes very, very good sense for Koba. Right, because it's, that's the power, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I rolled three light side pips I haven't actually bought <laughs> any appreciable upgrades to the actual like power of since I've done all the, all the commit for bonuses stuff so I still think I, all I really get is like the emotional state <laughs> of the target assuming they are not in some way resistant to being sensed which of course some things are I will go with at least at current uh, this apparition is not immune to force powers as you are sensing he will get a giant grin under his voluminous beard that he's stroking as he ponders you get the feeling He's playing with his food is about the best way that I can put it. He is not exactly toying, but he definitely sees 
far ahead of what you would expect. Meanwhile, Skip is still grumpily screeching in his direction. Then Skip realizes that they're supposed to be turning their back and then turns back. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing the um, Avatar moment where, you know, Water Tribe out. You turn around to the, the point and point and make a face. Hillary's still standing there grumping about people feeling all high and mighty because you can see through them. So we're all just being grumpy. Except for Koba, who's paying attention. <laughs> I started grumpy. I'm not turning around to look at you. I, I think uh, uh, Cash is still paying attention, but is still trying to figure the situation out. Well, Skip just doesn't know how to stop talking when when trying to like prove a point. Yeah. So they're they're not looking at the guy anymore, but still screeching. And, and furthermore, even though I'm not looking at you, smug signpost anymore. Everyone is always going on about darkness and and the world being unfair but there's darkness in the world being unfair everywhere and you can get bogged down in it or you can move forward so stop trying to bog us down I really hope this is a dream <laughs> It'd be embarrassing otherwise. When Skip says stop trying to bog us down, Hillary will look up and nod like, good job, good job. I agree with you. Stupid, visible people doing stupid, invisible things. Hillary says is one of the people that can do stupid, invisible things. <laughs> Well, it's more like you, you borrow stupid, invisible things from <laughs> other people. <laughs> oh. Ah. Oh, no. Guys, I have a really bad feeling about this. I, I don't know uh, which part's being demonstrated, the beard or the lightning. More the beard and hair. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a bad feeling about this. The, the rippling abs <laughs> underneath the beard. The terrifying abs, yeah. <sighs> He's non-corporeal, it doesn't matter. We can't see we, we can't see his abs. He's trans transparent, so we can't see his abs anyway because we're not looking at. That's well, true. Well, that, well, that's a shame. <laughs> it's a better illustration of uh, the unkemptness. This is supposed to be a better illustration of the unkemptness. Gotcha. Was there anything left that Kobo was wanting to do with him, <laughs> or I mean, if he's not going to give us any sort of straight answer, I guess Kobo's Kobo's well, sensed him. So let's see. <sighs> Look. I know there's something here that you're trying to get out of this. I know that there's more to it than just a friendly piece of advice. What's in this for you? Hmm. Because here's the thing. If you want to talk in Jedi terms, we're a bunch of trainees without a master. We're trying to find our way through this. If you have a better idea of where we should be heading if you have guidance. And I think I speak for everyone when I say, when I say I'm all ears. He then looks at Cash. Um, the knowledge that you are seeking is dangerous. Too dangerous for anyone to see. 
to use and come through without corrupting themselves and all around them. And what is it? <laughs> what is this knowledge? Is it a weapon? Is it a technique? Is it... <sighs> it's a technique that your friend there is starting to realize. You know, that future stuff? In a way, yes. <sighs> it's proven useful in stopping problems, but... I've known my share of two-credit fortune tellers. <laughs> uh, no matter how many times Kesh gets it right, I don't really think that's some sort of galactic threat. Mm. Hey, Ben. Yo. What if I wards foresight right now? Um, I was I was thinking about it a little bit before when he was talking about some of the the knowledge and things like that. I don't know that anything too dramatic might happen, but it's something. It's definitely in the forefront of Kesha's mind now as he's talking about it, trying to essentially predict what this individual is going to do. That would work. Let uh, Yeah, go ahead. It might not go quite the way you think it will, but yeah. <laughs> I, I expect that. I mean, it's on, yeah. a, it's on a ghost. I don't think I can... Uh, yeah, so we still don't have a second crystal, so um, I I can't... I, it really either will work or it won't, so... I mean, that's how most things go. Well, I mean, I don't have, like, upgrades and things like that, so... Well, I got the one light side pip I needed, so I'm gonna activate <laughs> it and ignore the two dark side pips I rolled. Yeah, definitely uh, does make things reliable. Mm -hmm. So, what is your intention with this? He's making Kesh think about it here, and so I think she's she's tapping into it because the specifics it says uh spend a pip to gain hints about what another individual within short range is likely to do in the near future so i'm trying to understand if that helps me glean anything about his intentions or or purpose or if nothing else is to see, see how he's going to react to me using that ability with him here so there might be an element of uh provoking as well all right, so what he is going to do is, so what you get is a image of him in red light, and he looks ancient. You see him on this red light with giant, truly giant statues. We're talking Colossus of Rhodes height if not taller, and he is tilting his head back. The perspective is weird in that it looks like he is looking directly into your eyes as he just starts laughing, and you can see blue crackling in his eyes, and then everyone is thrown back into the turbo lift car which is now askew about 40 degrees and you can see the right hand door which would be the lower one hanging open and you can see a bunch of uh, Nemoidians in a coffee shop <laughs> that are just staring at you I think Cash is preoccupied for a moment still sort of stunned trying to 
piece together what she just saw. Could I maybe make a knowledge lore check or something to see if I if I recognize yeah the connection there? Because I, I I my thought is the same as Leslie's here, but I don't know that Cash would make that connection. Yep, absolutely. You can try. I am gonna go with. This is still going to be a uh, upgraded hard check, so I'm gonna go with a red and two purples. Okay. By the way, listeners, our destiny pool <laughs> consists of four light side points and a dark side point. Oh, good roll. golly. <laughs> Whoops. I did. Uh, and I'm going to spend one of them. Because uh, I already had two yellows in knowledge lore, so that will net me a green. And uh, put this slightly in my favor. So two yellows, a green versus a red and two purple. One success. You know that the planet that you had seen him on is you're not quite sure if it is right this moment or if it's in the past, but you know that at one point it was called Moribend. I'm trying to remember what the the connotations of that planet were during the Clone Wars. I don't know that it actually showed up in the Clone Wars other than a place that Yoda went off to. Yeah, so I I don't I don't know what how Kesh knows the name or if it's just uh, or if it's knowledge accumulated since we began or what, but well, it could be tales from the scorekeeper. Oh, interesting. I'd read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would too, and they show up more. But yes, yeah, I definitely think that it could be like you're an acolyte of the scorekeeper. It could be things of. Uh, when Sith have shown up in the crossings of the Acolytes of the Scorekeeper and the records of the Scorekeeper that a hidden Sith planet called Moraband has popped up. The descriptions of this is something that could have been. That, that matches. So I think then Kesh is thinking on all that and is just sort of braced to one side of the left and she's not going to say anything to the group right now because we have Nemoidians looking in nor is she engaging with them right now she just looks very troubled i would like for what happened like you know we we, we wake up and we're there uh, i'm thinking that as we wake up the doors maybe are opening and you know everybody's kind of doing the thing where you know somebody's got like a croissant almost to their mouth somebody is slowly pouring their coffee into their lap as they stare well, over pouring coffee into a cup. Somebody has a shattered plate in front of them on the floor. But I think, you know, so you said we're cantered at like a 40 degree angle. You know, the doors open and Hillary just slowly slides down and out and lands on the floor and says, Hello there. Um, excuse us. We're just coming through. Uh. Smiles. <laughs> Starts trying to get everybody moving. <laughs> this is a clarify. Is it uh we wake up or is it do we just kind of blink and shake our heads and this is the reality now? Or is it clearly like a you were asleep? It's more you blink your eyes and this is where things were. Everything was going along pretty much as normal as you were going up. Then the crash happened and in the moment of the crash, it seems like that discussion with the old guy happened. And then mm. You sort of blink, shake your heads, 
about five seconds have passed. And we're in a coffee shop. On the top half of the bridge, right? And it's like they covered over the top of the turbo lift. Okay. And yeah, you actually can see debris around you. You can see tables have been thrown to the side. And you can see one of the wait staff is kneeling by a Nemoidian who's been injured. Badly? Somewhat badly, yes. It does look like a limb is kind of askew in ways that it probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be. Uh, in that case, that's where I'm going to go. So I'll s- slide out and kind of start the process of trying to get the crew moving because we obviously don't want to hang around. We don't have answers to questions they're going to ask. But as I, s- like, you know, kind of scanning the crowd, you know, smiling awkwardly, I'll see the person on the floor that's hurting and I kind of run over and, and drop and and kind of look at the person who's helping them. What happened? Is this all that's going on? Is this the only person that's hurt? Uh, no. the There was a few on the other side. I'm helping Florence here. I thought I saw the chef go over to the other couple that were also on top of the lift when it came through. I, I just... I sent someone for the medic, but I, I don't know if they're going to get here. They've been so busy of late. With that, I do want to know what the other three are doing at the moment. Keshkoba and Skip, what are y'all doing at the moment? Skip's going to look around, look at Kesh, and poke Kesh. Kesh blinks and looks at you like, like she's just coming back to herself at the moment. Hi. What? You felt that. Good. All right. We should move. <sighs> but you didn't yell at me. Skip pokes you again. What? Okay, now I think you're real. <laughs> uh, are all of you okay? Now I'm doubtful again. We're fine. Koba kind of glances around the coffee shop eyes open for anybody who looks like they might, you know, be trouble or secretly like following us or even anybody who just looks like our apparition friend or something and then makes for the door. You do see Hillary kneeling next to a, what you're pretty certain is a patron that has been injured. As Hillary's looking at this Nomadian who's laying there, and they look to be just sort of out of it, like the pain is too much. You can see that they're trying to shift their weight so that there isn't that much stress going on to the limb, how it's taking a fair amount out of them. I'm planning on healing if I can. Forcey or medicine? I don't actually have a medicine kit, do I? Would this person who's tending the broken Nemoidian have a medicine kit? They'd have an emergency medicine kit, so it would be... Like, no bonuses to it, but it would be able to make the check with the proper tools. All right, I'll go ahead. I'll start with that, then. I'll start okay. with the actual medicine kit. Is it just sitting there kind of nearby? The waitstaff who's there has it. It's opened up. It's sort of a, almost a roll style where mm-hmm. everything's just sort of rolled out next to them. And, yeah, it's got the barest of what you'd need. Okay. So Hillary's just going to start chatting to the person that's hurt, doing the whole 
oh, this doesn't look too bad. You know, I said, I can see that you're, you're uncomfortable, but that's, that's temporary. We're, we're just going to get you situated so you're a little more comfortable and you don't have to really th- just focus on my friend here. And I kind of smack the person, the, the, the waiter that's tending them. Oh, oh, yeah. And I motion, talk to them. You know, and I'm just kind of keeping up a steady stream of pleasantries, chatter, kind of something going on as I'm going through the med kit and pulling out what I have available to me. So I'm thinking that this would be a, well, obviously it would be a medicine check. I'm thinking that this should be a hard medicine check. Ouch. Yeah, sorry. No, that's that's perfectly fine. I've I've caused problems, so I think it's just going to be hard. So that's going to be two yellow and three purple. Not ideal, but better than nothing. I mean, you could spend a light side point. I could, but I didn't. <laughs> As somebody who has been working with acrobats for an extended period of time, Hillary can recognize a limb that needs reset, and so you know he's he's encouraging the the waiter to talk to and distract the person, asking names, just kind of chatting. And then as soon as he notices that their focus is shifted, he gives the arm just a sharp kind of pop just to kind of maybe maybe the wrist was dislocated or something like that. But he he does the basic set for it Uh, for one success and three threat. I will let you decide, obviously, how those threat go. So you are able to set it. It does very visibly help and they're able to relax back still in pain, but it's more like muscle pain now so being Mm -hmm. on a hard flat surface is at least in my experience been a lot better for them yeah so i I got like maybe a a a lunch tray or something to help support the limb and that kind of basic stuff i'm just going to take those three and apply it to one of the clocks that i have going and the way that that's going to manifest is as you do that you hear the ah, of someone who's finally able to relax from holding up. They can start doing the healing to it. And then everyone on that side of the cafe who isn't part of that there starts talking amongst themselves like, oh my, that little one did such a good job. Did you see that one? Oh, yes. Helping out like that? Have you seen an off-worlder help out someone like that? No, I haven't. And just whispered stuff along that lines. Very complimentary, but also very much... Paying attention. You've got now like five different tables there now talking about it. Okay. Unless somebody stops him, Hillary is going to go to wherever the other people are. Uh, Hillary, we might want to leave. We... There are other people. I, this, this won't take long. I promise. I'll be very quickly. Uh, I'll be quick about my business. Just, I'll be right back. You you start walking, I'll catch up with you down the road. Uh, you going left or right? I'm not sure where we are. Koba, uh, Koba, you're good at this stuff. You you figure out your urban jungle stuff. I'll be right back. Skip? Yeah. Do you want to? No, no, no. You're, you're right. Koba, Cash, keep going. I'll stay with Hillary for a minute. Excellent. And... Uh, so Hillary does not wait, runs to the backside of the emergent lift. Cash is going to go to the window and, uh, and look out just for any signs of maybe security that might've been called or any other problems. She also hasn't forgotten about that familiar looking ship she saw earlier. 
This feels more of a vigilance thing than a perception thing. I love vigilance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Considering uh, what your specialities are, I am thinking that this should be a two purple, one setback. I ignore the setback as I use one of my talents, continuing talent bingo, uh, for the first time of keen eyed, <laughs> uh, where I remove a setback from perception vigilance checks, and I also decrease the time to search a specific area by half. I don't know if that applies here. But mm. I'm reading it anyway. Mm. Mm. I, ooh. All right, so, so it's two yellow, two Hi. green, and a boost because of my uncanny senses or reactions. Where's my Which one is it? I uncanny reactions, Koba's one, then uncanny senses versus the, uh, it was two purple, and was it a red? It was two purple and a setback, and you ignore the setback. Okay. Yes, but also all of my allies get a boost to perception or that other thing. <laughs> so then seven successes and an advantage. Wait, yes. you only rolled one of the purple, not two. Okay, what was two? Sorry, then you said said purple setback. Sorry, I'm very here today. So now it's seven successes and one threat. So at the moment, you're seeing a Nemoidian who looked like a dishwasher. They've got like a t-shirt on, a front apron that's pretty functional, the equivalent of like jeans or something like that. They're running back, wide-eyed, and you can see someone who's in more casual suit look, slacks and a professional style uh, shirt on, and they're just yarding them as they're running back to the shop. And otherwise, you don't see anyone else. You can see a few people like looking around like, well, what's going on? But mm-hmm. it looks like it's too early for the crowd to really start forming. Plus, it's inside, so people can't really see that well. Yeah. All right. You have a little bit of time, but not a lot. What does Koba want to do at the moment? Since the rest of the party isn't following along with the leaving thing, he's probably lingering near the door, keeping an eye out for trouble. And looking kind of anxiously like he'd like to get going, you know, soon. In that case, I will swing the camera back from the two guarding the door, looking out to Hillary, who's found the other one. It looks like they took the brunt of it coming up. There's one that's just sort of sitting next to one of the booths and like they're sitting, holding their head and just sort of wincing with a bit of a headache. Another one that looks of slid a bit along the pathway and has into the old-fashioned swinging door of heading into the lavatory. The one that's on the floor looks to be completely knocked out. Doesn't look like they've really been moved. And the other one looks like you can see the debris where they've dragged themselves and they've got different abrasions all over them. There's a few cuts to the side of the head and they're holding their forehead looking down at their feet as they're sitting there. Skip is going to go over to Hillary, open up their bag, and sort of make a big show of giving Hillary some spare, some spare sort of like wrapped up bandages. Uh, but at the same time, they are going to keep the opening of their backpack open and just kind of reach back at some of these tables that still have some, you know, like food on them, like maybe some rolls and things. Uh, since you know, eating establishment and just kind of start loading uh, their backpack up with some 
some of the food that's laying around while people are distracted. You can eat around the grit. Yes. I kind of want to get a... I don't know if it should be a cool or a stealth. Actually, I'll let you choose. Check to see if anyone sees that. I'm happy with stealth. I'm going to go with an average, but I think that everyone's sort of kind of looking in that direction, so I'm going to upgrade it once with a destiny point. That's fine. So, red, purple? Yes. All right. Skip trying to pull an Aladdin. I have four successes and one threat with my yellow, green, green, red, purple roll. I'm going to do the threat equals to one strain. And the way I'm figuring that that's going to play out narratively is uh, the classic of Everyone's looking, they're sort of looking past you at the people who are on the ground, and then this tiny Alina that's going around trying to help out people, and a small Nemoidian kid is looking up over the back of their booth, like, they're sort of standing on the seat and looking up over, so they're like a toddler in size. They see what you're doing, just sort of look at you with big, starry, squiggly eyes. Uh, Skip will, as sort of cool as they can, just in that very casual way, take a bite of one of the rolls, continue stuffing it into the bag, and then give the kids sort of a little salute. What is Hillary going to attempt to do? Skip handed Hillary the bandages, and in that moment as Skip is subtly kind of, you know, swooping all of the food on the table into their bag. We're hungry. That is not inaccurate. We're also poor. <laughs> so, but Hillary doesn't notice what Skip's doing. So after a moment, Hillary is still holding the bandages. He looks back to Skip and says, go talk to the person that's still awake. Do what you can. If, if it's just prep work, that's fine. Here, um, take these with you. There's some obvious wounds. I'm going to go to this person over here. And we're, we're just going to see what we can do. Hopefully the med team will be here soon. Uh, somebody said they'd been called. Okay. Let's do this. We, we've got to... We can't just leave them. Uh, and so he'll kind of assume that Skip heard anything he said, shove the bandages <laughs> into Skip's hands, and then go to the unconscious person. Again, are you going to lead it with medicine or force? This person's unconscious. Do they have obvious wounds, or is this less obvious? I'm going to go with less obvious. In that case, Hillary is going to lead with force, because... If the person can't tell me what's wrong, I don't want to move them. I mean, fair. Probably a very sound idea. So Hillary's kind of going to kneel next to and, and do that thing, you know, where you kind of just gently touch pers- like their, their abdomen, their shoulders, kind of see what's going on. Maybe lean over, look at the head. And then when there's no obvious answer, he's kind of going to look over to Skip smile weakly and close his eyes and just kind of keep his hands on the nemoidian. All right. W, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was doing my happy fist punch dance. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> Two whites netted me three light side. Aw, yeah. So um, it's, it's kind of that moment, you know, Hillary's kind of doing the thing. I don't know how much 
input the force gives Hillary into what is going on. I think more of what it does is it kind of gives him guidance to, to kind of how much energy he kind of needs to put into the process more than anything really specific. So, you know, he's kind of sitting there, eyes closed, muttering to himself. And with three light sides, doesn't really change much of what I can do. Um, but I, I can heal more because I do have a strength upgrade. In that case, I'm going to go with they don't wake up, but you can see that their breathing is a lot more regular okay. where it had been somewhat catchy before. And it looks like the entire body stature is relaxed. The healing has definitely made it so that they're doing a heck of a lot better. The thing that I do want to get is I want to get a average cool or stealth check off of Hillary. Okay. Totally going to roll cool. Because <laughs> I got to be good at something, right? <laughs> average? Yeah, just two purple. gotta be good at something right folks uh sure that's a yellow three green two purple one fail three at least you didn't add to the clock right (laughs) (laughs) so you did get three advantage on that i was doing this as a essentially hiding force use from everyone around you yeah i kind of thought So whatever happened was visibly using the force. The question I've got for you is how does the three advantage play out to your mind? I think at least one of the people that's in the area, maybe somebody that was with this specific Nemoidian in the coffee shop, or maybe somebody that was already trying to help, they see what's happening and they provide a, a, a little bit of a cover. So if somebody else sees, it's maybe not as clear. Like this person knows, mm-hmm. but they're not inclined to let it be known because they know that that's not necessarily a great thing. They, they feel more kindly disposed toward me. And if that's going to take all three of my advantages, that's fine. Otherwise, I'd like to get rid of some of my eight strain. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get rid of some of your strain, that would totally be available. Can I get a... Uh, I'm going to go with an average medicine check off of Skip. So if you don't have medicine, there'll be an intelligence. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Skip goes over and... <laughs> yeah. Um, can, can, can I, I shout I don't advice? have any ranks in medicine, so it's, I have it's just going to be... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Skip is, you know wrapped a, a band-aid around something in their life probably themselves probably yes obviously <laughs> aforementioned hermiting what is you said average uh yes just two purple oh oh shoot somebody is very very accurate um oh yes teacher teach me uh one moment I am I am indeed a teacher and I have these abilities that let me do things that are useful. Okay. Um is Skip at short range? Yeah, I'm figuring 
the entire cafe is pretty much short range. Okay, if an ally at short range has lower ranks in a skill than the character, the character may perform a skill teacher incidental to suffer the number of strain no greater than the, the ranks. So I have two ranks, and I have two ranks, so you get two ranks in medicine. And I get two strain, oh, wow. so um, how much strain was I able to Holy take off? Boy. You were able to take off two. Two? Okay, so I'm just not going to change that number at all then. <laughs> and I'll take the two strain for being helpful. Uh, so, question on that. Does that turn my two greens into two yellows, or is it yellow, yellow, green, green? It'd be two greens into two yellows. Because yes. you're acting okay. as though you have my ranks. Okay. So basically, I'm Doesn't yelling matter. helpful things at you. <laughs> or something, I don't know. Remember to apply pressure. All right. Don't rub. So... I'm rolling yellow, yellow, purple, purple. And I got two success, but uh, three threat. <clears throat> Since I don't actually know what I'm doing, it, it could be a situation that uh, this does stress skip out uh, more than things normally do. So I, I would, I, I think it would make sense for it to. Narratively, that makes a huge strain. amount of sense, yeah. Uh, but if you had something more interesting. It does feel that is very appropriate. Like, I've figured okay. two strain off of that, and I will take the last threat as going to the first clock. All right. So Skip was coming off this high of getting off, you know, uh, stealing food, and then, and then Hillary expects them to do something that... <laughs> actually can affect people in a negative way oh gosh that's blood i don't ooh, that's not even your blood my own blood is fine your blood's a different color than my blood and i don't know how i feel about this now i'm now i'm sweating and it's real weird because i've got real weird skin you know compared to yours your skin is is, is not whole it, deep it, it deep deep full breaths of, full skip. Of scrapes. just take your time if I kill, you're not uh, going this... to kill anyone. No, I'm not going to kill you, sir. Sorry, no, I'm not going to kill you. Don't look at me like that. Um, haha. Ha, yes. Stop uh, talking, uh, Skip. Just relax. Yep. <laughs> I like that Skip squeaks when Skip is stressed. And uh, so yes, strain. <laughs> but there were two successes. Yeah. There. <laughs> so you are able to apply the bandages to them, so they are healing up a Great. bit. Yes. <laughs> And it's at this point that the cook arrives with a medic, you assume, or maybe a doctor. They do seem to be carrying a large plastic-ish case that has a several medical symbols on the side. They immediately go down to the first one that Hillary had dealt with when Hillary had dealt with a limb and is starting to examine, taking out a pen light, that sort of thing going through the uh, first responder sort of rigmarole. Okay, can we actually see this happening? You can hear it. The turbo lift itself is kind of in the way. Okay. And I am thinking... I'm just wondering if at this point our compatriots would be like, time to boogie, um, or if they might think it would be good to go through the back. I don't know. That's an excellent question. What do the compatriots say? I don't think anything has changed the fact that Koba's hoping we get going soon because he's anxious about getting caught here. Cash is kind of in the same boat. If it looks like Hillary and, and Skip are willing to depart, Koba's probably going to give him like a, 
let's get going look. Uh, yeah, then in, in that case, you know, you kind of motion for Skip and Hillary, and Skip is going to sort of like awkward pat the guy on the shoulder. You're going to be fine. There's actual doctors here now, and, uh, uh, you know, you're messy anyway. Sorry. And <laughs> wipe, wipe their hands which have kind of like a sheen of bluish blood on them just on on the fella's shirt sorry just you know i don't really want to walk around with your people's blood on my hands it probably will make it look like i'm doing way worse Skip. things here than i am come on i'm coming hillary come on and what? Oh, oh, okay. rushes and kind of grabs hillary on the way trail of napkins uh, out the door we're sorry thanks for the food what food yeah it's fine <laughs> Hillary's being dragged along by his shoulder. Here's a question I didn't think about until just now. So they were like weapon checking us and stuff going into the town. Skip has a blaster carbine now. Is that going to be a problem? I, I had thought about that for a moment. In my head, Skip would have also shoved the the blaster carbine in the, the long bag that, that Hillary had, okay. had gotten for it them. It has been right, obscured. Cool. So it's at least out of sight. Yeah, in my head, I had this like scene where Skip just sort of looks around and like whistles, oh, uh, bag. <laughs> just, just discovering our bases as we go out into the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, the last thing that I'm wanting to do for this episode is get a streetwise check from, I'm assuming, Koba, on account of Koba seems to be the one leading everyone through the uh, city. Concrete jungles. And yeah, that's... Sounds like me. It's a bridge city. It's not too, too hard. Figure average does seem to be reasonable. Maybe eh, things are sort of in a rush and you don't really have a known point for your starting point. So I will go with a setback on that. So yeah, mm. two purple and one setback. I have three ranks of street smarts. So goodbye setback. Yeah, goodbye setback. Mm -hmm. And also... Two more setback. <laughs> Three successes and one triumph. Nice. All right. You figure that in looking around, you know that you're definitely outside of the spaceport area. It looks like you've come up in the middle of the residential area. And from there, you know how to get to the, the commercial area to the executive suites that overlook most of the commercial area. You've got a planned out path for, okay, we run here, we get on this tram, and it'll take us pretty much right there. That would be your three successes. What would you want to do with the Triumph? I think Koba is sort of on extra alert coming back from this little adventure, not just because of the spirit, giving warnings about having to deal with the underworld, etc. But it was noisy. Those droids were possibly still working for completely innocuous reasons. But who knows? I would like the triumph to be, you know, Koba is using some techniques to like shake or unveil tails such that if we are indeed being followed or watched, at some point, they'll have slipped up enough that Koba takes notice and, and can confirm, you know, oh, that that same Duro has been behind us a while or something like that. Okay, yeah, I can definitely 
go with that. Figuring that this is going to be going on for getting to Kyoto and then afterwards. At least until the next actual encounter after getting to Kudo. Mm-hmm. The four of you disappear into the crowd of Nemoidians who are starting to show up around there. Just as the four of you melt away into the tram station, that's when a detachment of stormtroopers get there and start calling out for crowd control. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I'm Brandon, and you can find me on Twitter at Blue of the Kin, and you can find my Star Trek Adventures podcast, Endeavor Through the Maelstrom, at Endeavor Show, where Christine also can be heard. I am Leslie at Leslet GS. I'm Christine, and you can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and Night with a K. Hey, I'm Ren. You can find me at Ren Apollo on Twitter, or if you just want my Twitch updates, Make Believe Info on Twitter. We are all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We are also on Facebook as The Hydean Way, and you can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can send the team some not-stolen cafe food <laughs> money, I guess. That that was more elegant in my head. Uh at ko-fi.com slash the hiding. I would like a chocolate croissant. <laughs> no, really. I mean, we have no way to know if it's stolen or not. Really good. Maybe a scone. Oh, that was, that was so thoughtful you that you skipped to have picked these up for us. <laughs> How did you know that I liked eclairs? This this cafe has a has a trade agreement with the Biscuit Baron, so I, I also happen to have a couple. Of it's licensed. Ugh, I hate biscuits. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, Cash only likes mince tarts. Not the dark, because I know that any darkness can be fought with a good glow rod or a bioluminescent friend. Does Gudge glow? <laughs> no, but I once uh, met this very cute uh, flower, which, you know, I, I guess a flower can't really be a friend because they're not really. Oh, well, yes, they can. Sentient. They can. That's Sentient's not the word. Se- Sentient. Sapient. Sentient. Now go with it. Sentient. <laughs> Sentient. It, it works for you, Skip. What's, what's Skip's intelligence? <laughs> I think, I think a two. Average. Look, yeah, look, skip, skip good thing it's sitting. That's fine. <laughs> look, look we're not playing that role-playing game right now, Koba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I suppose... Let's see, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of... Well, I think being buried alive would be really scary. Uh, yes. Fair. I... I'm afraid... 
Is this just the the lift tube episode where the entire episode is just us? <laughs> it's so halfway, halfway up. It is so tempting. But you turn around to that that point and point and make a face. I still haven't seen a whole lot of that. It's it's Fair. the one. I, I'm describing it so poorly. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just here. We go. Oh. I got my eye on you thing. Oh, but you don't have the Sokka part. Oh, that's because they don't have them in the same gift for some reason. There. What a try. Thank you. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so no, that's 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 perfect. Yes. Yeah. Except for Koba, who's paying attention. I started grumpy. <laughs> that's your baseline. Okay, Bane. yeah the rest of us adopted the grumpy is that it yep cash is hipster grump (laughs) oh oh no guys i have a really bad feeling about this i i don't know Uh which part's being demonstrated the beard or the more the beard and hair I still have a bad feeling about this. The, the rippling abs <laughs> underneath the, the terrifying abs, yeah. He's non-corporeal, it doesn't matter. We can't see we, we can't see his abs. He's trans transparent, so. We can't see his abs anyway, because we're not looking at that's him. That's true. Well, oh, that, well that's a shame. <laughs> Cash was like, I can see his abs. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Oh. You want to see? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! That doesn't. What is with these ripped old guys? Okay, so, uh, I think it's the same ripped old I mean, guy. It's the actually. same ripped old guy. Yeah, yeah it's the uh, same oh. ripped old guy. <laughs> so, suddenly, I'm paying more attention. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, do Trandoshans even have abs? Is this like some some cash thirst? <laughs> 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 I mean, he's probably about the same age as Cash, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, right. It's perfect. Oh, wow. I mean, and, and you know, if he's not fit in that age, you know, it's uh, you mm-hmm. know, it can be appreciated. Yeah, he takes care of himself. She, she's, you know, she, she's old, not dead. Her husband's long gone. Yes, at her hand. Yeah, at her hand. It's fine. He had it coming. I'm sorry. She laughed so hard. Hillary wants you to know he does not approve. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Well, and... I, I at least think I know who we're dealing with now, or at least it's it's a better illustration of uh, the unkemptness. Yeah, this is supposed to be a better illustration of the unkemptness. Gotcha. Not the again. This is to give an idea of who the character is, not the actual. Not the actual character. Yeah, we're not we're not resuscitating a legend's character. No, we are not resuscitating a legend's I mean, character. It would be great for your conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> and here <laughs> is how. Uh, Joris connects back to Darth Plagueis. <laughs> yeah, but he also connects back to a totally different version of the Clone Wars. <laughs> Wait, that's also not Darth Plagueis, is it? No, his name is Joris Kabaoth, and um, oh, yeah, he is the other main antagonist of the Thrawn trilogy of novels, the original uh, Thrawn trilogy. He's the Force-using one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, 
so those were some of the relatively early novels, you know, for, for Star Wars. There had been a handful of other ones, but it was, they were the first ones that like really built This is where they start. Story, okay. uh, post movies and started to fill in like significant lore gaps in a big way. And so he was a Jedi who had um, left the region of the Republic uh, and stuff happened. And basically this is his evil clone. Uh, and it kind of, it, it, the books, the books established this whole thing about what the clone wars were, because at the time it was just a th- from a throwaway line in a new hope that the clone wars were a thing that occurred and that was it. Yeah. And right. so, in this version, clones just all go crazy eventually. Uh, and so oh. we have a clone of this powerful Jedi who has gone crazy. He also clones Luke. Yeah. Uh, so Luke has to- Luke with two U's. Yeah, yeah. You know, clones in this continuity, oh, you know, you know from? who a clone yeah. is if they have two U's in their name instead of one. Yeah. And then because not everyone has a U, it became double vowels. Yeah. So. Oh, is there a Han? <laughs> Two A's. Sorry, Sorry, no, that, that, that I'm, I'm just thinking about whole, how no, every clone Deck trooper could have just been, yeah, their Deck name could have just been Django with <laughs> more A's. <laughs> okay we gotta get back on to okay sorry, sorry. Django or Django <laughs> <laughs> and we're back okay alright right. so and, and then give the kids sort of a little salute you too child can be a random disaster thief someday <laughs> <laughs> Live your dreams, small child. <laughs> I don't say that, but you know. Yeah, Smooth. Okay, okay. So now if there's, you know, if we ever have a campaign for some Nemoidian thief. <laughs> yes. 